<laughs> my my co-host back here, <laughs> he's on black people time. So, <laughs> so um, look, welcome to the show. I, I know we starting late. It's seven minutes after, and every minute to me counts. So this is my my man back here. He actually pulled me into this. He said, look, you're going to be a superstar at this. I'm going to move over to the side, get him in the camera. Um, you can join in the Zoom. I have the link on my Facebook page if you want to come on there. I actually can paste it in here if you want to come on live and, um, and discuss. So let me um, get that link for you. Jerome, why don't you tell them about who you are, man? Man, listen. If we bring that into concert, we'd be here all night. But what we want to say is, uh, good afternoon or good evening, everyone. And uh, I'm glad everybody who's listening could join because uh, this is a this is the time of the century. If, we, if everybody noticed, um, it's a lot of things that's going on that, as far as change-wise, and I. I I come to about uh, to listen to uh, a couple people talk about uh, new world order. Yeah, and uh, that's that's funny because we we have a new world, but I don't know what order it's in. But okay, that's better. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Um, a camera for you too, Matt. So, so here we go. <laughs> okay, okay, straightforward, right? Absolutely. Technology. So, technology. Yeah. So um, this new world order thing, man, if everybody notices, it's like uh, I, I'm capitalizing off of what's going on. And what's going on is nobody's working again. I mean, there's a handful of people that work. Nobody's working. You, did you notice that? I wonder if that's some type of um, trick. Well, you tell me, Matt. Well, I'll put it this way. We're lacking somewhere. We're lacking in education and who we are in our identity. When you say, now let me get understanding, you're saying that nobody's working, but are they working? So I'm, I'm lost. So talk, explain. What that. I mean by that is, uh, you know, you remember the pandemic, of course, is still current. Um, they told people to stay in. Right. A lot of people haven't returned to their jobs. Correct. Unwound. <laughs> but your job is a little different. Your job is on a level of maybe, let's say, a doctor or a nurse or something like that. Um, emergency type job. But look at all the people who have these miscellaneous jobs and uh, they're not going back to work because their business is not open and all the small businesses is not open. So they gave out a bunch of money. That's $147 trillion or something like that, somewhere right. in, that, in that arena. But everybody's just calm about what just happened. Hundreds of thousands of people just died. Well, you gotta understand something. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's coming from the leadership in um, Washington, making it feel like it's a calm thing by him, them telling telling people that hey, it's 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 okay, you know, right. we're going to be fine, which we're not going to be fine, and and the black community to me has been relaxed. So I, I put it this way, you know, 
I Buy Black is um, a company that's grown up in here. We are actually getting black businesses back on board um, through this COVID-19. And then you got a lot of entrepreneurs starting to start their business from home. You know, a lot of us are, are baby boomers in this whole COVID. Look, if you didn't take advantage of this, staying at home and start identifying who you are and looking at everything around you and look at your own resources, right. you got you lost. You lost the whole game. Because people say that, you know, I'm here about 2020 was uh was a was 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 done, you know, it, it it's a done deal. I said, right. no, it's not done. This is a golden opportunity to create something right. that you never created before. This is a time to reinvent, reinvent yourself. Right. And nobody, a lot of black people haven't taken that advantage of it. Not right. only just black people, but white people too. Right. You know, it's not just our race. So I think this was a to me, I mean reinvented myself like three or four times mm-hmm. already and created different opportunities. Right. You know, beginning of the year, I said I need an extra fifteen hundred dollars. So I created a small business. And in three weeks, I got $1,500. Right. It, I look at it, there's no excuse why you can't create, why you can't be creative. And if you don't know how to be creative, get around people that are creative to grow something that that's that, that, that that's meaningful. You know, you if you got an idea, share it with somebody. Like, look, let's put this together. Like, you came to me and said, Chris, let's put together this podcast, radio station. Let's be, look what I did. Right. We made it happen. Got the mics, got the, the system, got the software. We making this thing happen. I'm that's not procrastinating. Right. And I and I remember I told you what the word poor stands for? Passing over opportunities repeatedly. People pass over opportunities repeatedly because when the opportunity arises, especially in the pandemic like this, they don't take advantage of it. And that's the that's how us as black folks we fall behind. So I look at other a lot of the cultures, they're creating stuff left and right. Look, they're gonna put a table in front of their house and serve them. I was up 56th Street. Growing the corner selling crabs <laughs> all day long, creating, creating right. the wealth for themselves right. and collecting money from the government. Just take, well, it's actually taking it back to the old school, man. It's a natural origin. We, when we were growing up, we couldn't go nowhere without somebody had some type of hustle outside. It exactly. wasn't but watermelon. Remember the fish man used to come up the block? Oh, yeah. He used to, he used to chant. Abbott's milk. Abbott's milk. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what it is? We lost our way of survival. Right. We are survivors by origin. Right. You know, dating back to, to the 400, 400 years ago, even during slavery, we knew how to survive. Right. And some of us have lost that survival kit that's inside of us. And the, and the creator, God Almighty, put that survival inside of us. He said, you don't need a lot to get what you want. <laughs> right. So the, the understanding to, tonight, people, you know, is where where are we? right now as um, not only a black community, but personally who we are. You know, I think um, especially black men out there, you know, a lot of us have lost our identity, you know, to this whole entire COVID. We don't know what to do. It's like we're scattered. We're like, what are we? Like blind blind horses just running around, can't see the lake, <laughs> you know? And that's what's going on. You know, everybody says, I can't, then I can is just, is the option. You know, I can do this. Right. So the, the invention is inside of us, but we just gotta know how to get there or hang out with people that know how to get there. Exactly. You know, when we when we talk, we clicked. Right, you know? right, right. And we said, look, let's start this thing. Okay, exactly. why not? So, so so what do you think? What do you think about um, what do you think about now? I seen I seen your caption about the four hundred years. Explain that to me. Four hundred years. The conversation is about 400 years. 
because we're still in that point where it's going on 500 years, this new decade. Right. And I know there's discussion about it, you know, how slavery thing jumped into when we got freed and then um, the depression and then the Wall Street, you know, the whole entire thing. It's it's like all throughout all those decades, we have we have not found a place to get over that hard rock that this country has put on top of us. And even today, as I can see, and this is just my opinion, we're still trying to get over that hard rock. Even though they're crying Black Lives Matter, you know, we see y'all now and like we're marching with us and everything, we got a lot of stuff that's going on. And not only what's going on with the, um, the system trying to get at us, you know, and keep us behind, but with ourselves too. We, look, we got black on black crime. So we haven't really touched that. All we do is we bypass that and said, well, you know, police are killing us. You know, we need to address that. We need to march for that. How are we going to stop all the killings? I mean, like, if you look at the statistics, there's at least in Philadelphia alone, five black men, averaging five black men a day, mm-hmm. a whole week at least 10 black men. So we need to address that Black Lives Matter, you know, because 400 years, you know, we did chase after each other. Some of them, we had to do some survival to kill each other. And we're just like any other animal out there, Hmm. you know? Animals kill each other just to survive. But we're not actually hitting hitting the ground with the rubble and trying to figure out how can we stop what we're doing right now and we've been doing this for the last 100 years. And guess what the hierarchy is looking at right now? They're laughing and said, look at them, they're killing each other. That's the reason why white people always bring that up in our face. Well, y'all killing each other. We've been doing it for a long time. Isn't that time for us to stop it somewhere around the neck? I mean, like half of us hard, half of us hate to walk out our front door and think about getting shot by this young guy out here. But let me say this, to be correct. There are more white killers than black killers. And it's not being publicized. Yeah, because uh, you know it's a demographic thing. You know. Yeah. Um, um, I, I should have brought some statistics, but you know this is a rough draft. But next time we'll have all our statistics that way we can <laughs> do our percentiles and stuff about who's uh, who's uh, being killed more, uh, who's uh, on welfare, who's pregnant with abortion, yeah. uh, stuff like that. And I was looking at a diagram of uh, abortion and um, uh, and uh, whites were running the, the race with that right. for a while. And it's just now, in the past two years, it's just now coming about that the blacks is coming up with that. And Hispanics is hardly ever, and definitely Asians, it's not even, they are like 3%. Well, we're a threat. To America, absolutely, we are definitely a threat to America. And see, <laughs> they know what we are capable of doing. And see, that goes into another conversation in itself, right there, because now we're talking about democracy. Exactly. So now, when we're dealing with democracy, we're talking about, of course, the Democrats. Now, the Democrats—that's a whole nother season, right there, because uh, uh, if you just follow, let's just say Hillary Clinton, right? Let's just say. How long have she been undermining and putting synopsis together in laws that were passed through her hand to be signed for abortion, for anything that's uh, like, okay, she the one put the package together for the war on drugs. Now, let me explain to you what that was. That's when you take one gram 
equals 100 grams if it's cooked. So you have one gram of powder, right. cocaine, which is cooked only with baking soda to make it hard. And now you have 100 grams now because they magnified that one gram being cooked to 100 grams. So what that did was schedule two, they call it in the law. Right. And they implemented this. So if you get caught with 1,000 grams, which is 36 ounces a kilo, you automatically get life because it was cooked. It was until Obama came into office and implemented with the scientists and said, here's powder. Tell me what's the difference between this and hard uh, crack cocaine. They came back. It's the same. It's nothing. This is just, you know, it, right. it goes into like, you know, the, the process. Right. But there's nothing, there's nothing really added to the process. You, you follow me? So just imagine in 1988, uh, Joe X gets caught with uh, nine ounces of uh, crack. And they give him 45 years. And then this other guy with another color, he gets caught with uh, nine ounces of powder and he gets uh, a year probation. And that's what was happening. And this is why the prisons, we have, what, 28 prisons in the state of Pennsylvania? Yeah, and they're still building. They're actually, two more being built now. Out in, besides out in, Phoenix, besides Phoenix, yeah. They, oh, okay. They, uh, look, prison is a contract. It's look, it's a business. If I had a, it been a business. If, yeah, if I had a billion dollars, I'd probably go to prison and make money off it. You know. Yeah. But here's the thing. You know, my my, we know all this stuff was in place, and we know what's in place now. What do we do about it? These are the questions that's never asking um, our communities, our police departments, our churches. Nobody's asked the question, what are we going to do about it? I can, what are we going to do to react, um, react on why we are always being pulled back like a bag when we try to get a little bit further? So as soon as we get across the finish line, they move the finish line further. What can we do about all this now? Because, you know, the conversations have been going on about what Hillary Clinton did, what she didn't do. We all know that the Democrats had their hand in doing slavery time, but they wanted to keep everybody in slavery. The Republicans really wanted us out of slavery. And a lot of people don't know that, wow. but it's a whole, it, it, it's flipped now. But what can we do as black men, black leaders, you know, um, community leaders, what can we do now to start raising discussion? Well, I know one of them, we're doing it right now. So what else can we do? You know, we got some, we got some people online right now. Uh, and let me see, let me unmute Lewis Wallace. Wallace, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. My chat, can you hear me? I hear you. Oh, one second. Okay. I got I got too much audio going on here. Yes, sir. Okay. So, boss, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Ah. You can't hear me. My chat. One two. One two. My chat. All right. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, sir. I can hear you. Yes. All right, so you got a question, man? Uh, yeah, I, I was just going to piggyback on some of the things that you were just not saying in reference to what we could do. 
Um, it, it, it's funny we're having this conversation because I had a conversation with a friend of mine this morning, and I was saying to him that in most cases, everything begins with self. And, uh, until we as a people start kind of turning the mirror on ourselves and saying, you know, this role, I had a conversation with a gentleman and he was saying how bad the young guys are, or they, these young guys, they disrespectful, they this, that, and the third. And I said, be careful when you say that because they came up under us. So what did I say about us? You, you know what I mean? And if we did make mistakes, doing things that we didn't know that would be harmful for the, to the youth, we should try to correct it via conversation. Now you can't conversate with everybody. Everybody's not gonna hear you, but there are some youth that would uh, listen to you. Um, and, and that's another thing that we, we need to bring back is talking to the youth. I know when I was coming up, it didn't matter who, which one of y'all fathers it was. If, if he told me, come here, stop cutting up out there in the streets, whatever, whatever, it wasn't no who you talking to was yes, sir. You know what I mean? And, and they didn't have to know you to, to kind of check you back then. So I'm not, I'm not saying check somebody to be mean to the youth, but like, hey, bro, listen, the way that, that, that walk you're going, you know, that road you is on is the wrong road, you know, to try to conversate with them in that fashion. Um, I, I, especially with the young folk, I think the way to win with them is through conversation, not through uh, you're not a good person, you ain't this, that, and the third. They, they're not hearing you when you talk to them like that. Um, just genuine conversation, I think, would be a beginning anyway uh, in the process. Okay. I'm going to throw you back on mute, okay? So I, I, hear, I hear what Wiles is saying, man. You know, one of, one of the things is, and Wiles, can you, can you still hear us? Okay, good. So one of the things is our, we are the leaders of the old generation. These young guys is coming up working under us. Did we fail them? Did we fail across the board? That's why things are the way they are now. Because I look at you, very successful black man, putting this thing down, you know, got some moves. You're a hustler. You're a corporate hustler. Me, same thing. I work for one of the most powerful law firms in the, in the city. And I'm always hustling, doing different things in the media, um, with my, my connection with cooking, put on the Food Network. But am I at fault for not reaching down and getting these young guys like, look, hey, this is what we did. Let me show you. Are we failures for not going back and getting them and the reason why things are the way they are right now with our young black people? Well, I'm going to say this. Um, it's not as bad as you think it is. No, it's not. Um, it's, there's so many guys that's younger, that's motivated, that's doing things, that's you know, they, they're like, they're like we used to be. It's just that, like you said before, they're broadcasting every little thing that's bad. Yeah. I think, I think by the subliminal, uh, uh, casting of that puts one in a state of mind. So you become more pessimistic about everything because everything you think of first becomes negative like you hear somebody knocking on the door real hard you automatically think it's the police Correct. versus if you were somewhere else you'd be like who the hell is that knocking like that you wouldn't think it was the police because you're not in that atmosphere wow 
Well, like, like you said, you know, is the media has projected us as, you know, the the, the black sheep of the planet. You know, we, right. we're, we're a disease in the, in the world, right. you know, and that's not true at all. Not it's more, right. they're more of the disease in the world. And you, and know? you know what? It's ironic you said it because I, I go to a lot of different uh, places. And let me tell you something, man. You can definitely tell that you're not here. Like, I give you an example. I land in uh, Tampa, Florida. Everybody of every color speaks to you, have some type of conversation with you. So it's just like, and I and I come to find that people are really letting you know that they're not like that when they do that. Right. Like you, you'll be walking, you'll be getting your luggage. Uh, they might say something like, uh, you know, you don't have to wear that jacket, man, because it's, it's warm <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Right. Versus here, people like, you remember back in the day when um, I could say that we were middle class. You remember back in the day, we used to go like to the hood per se, and we walk and somebody would be from out of the hood. They would lock their door real quick. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It would lock their door, like you're not getting in my car. Like it wasn't even on that time, but they was showing their precaution. Then it was just like, and like, and, and in retrospect, it goes back to you when you were saying that we're feared. So yeah. that's 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 implementing fear right there. You know what I'm saying. So I've, I've learned in my and people say you know don't talk out about where you work at, but you know just look look at Nick Cannon. You know, he just got fired from everything. Yeah, no. Yeah, because he spoke the truth. And speaking the truth now and now these days about who we are, yeah, we're the true Israelites. But if you just go in the workplace and say that, they they Ron just kicked him out. So, you know, <laughs> they don't like our power. Mm. I, listen, people, we got power. And I'm saying this in the camera, we have power. You know, you guys got to understand what's your power. You have superpowers. And a lot of us don't know what our superpowers are until we get in front of a camera or until we get into a situation where we need to defend ourselves. We have superpowers that they don't want us to show. That's the reason why we're in the media the way it is. You know, you hear about Black kills across the whole entire city of Philadelphia, all the way to Detroit and different, and different cities. We have black power. So that's one, one of the things I've been harking on. We got to understand the super inside of us. You know, because mm -hmm. we, we, can, we can create some stuff. We probably can make this the next kind if we wanted to, but we, we, have to, we have to come together. We have to build together, you know, and, and, and it can be done. Definitely. Definitely. But, you know, like you said, this is where that type of thing starts from getting people together and, um, Acquiring knowledge. Yeah, I think the the, the barriers been broken with people getting together. Um, one of the institutions that played a big role in that is the separation of all these churches and religion. You know, we got all these religions, all these different gods, but we all serve the same Satan. That's jacked up. <laughs> you think about it. We all serve the same Satan, but we got this, that, Pentecostal, Joe Witt. We got all this stuff going on. But on a Sunday, can we all come together and talk about one destiny, one goal? It can't happen. Mm. It won't happen. It's like the two corner stores selling the same thing, but they won't come together and join forces and make the money together. 
we need to get out of this separation in our black communities and mm. our households. You know, that's yeah. why the fathers are not there because they either jacked up in the house or the house is jacked up enough. So we, we lost that, forget, that togetherness, but that's part of what the system did to us anyway, you know, to keep us separate because they knew how powerful we were together. Man, if you get two, if you get five, remember the Bynum brothers out of New York? You ever heard of the, um, they opened up the big bank in New York? Yeah. Yeah. Five brothers open up a bank. Look at look at Black Wall Street, man. A whole entire city wiped out because they didn't want us to have our superpower. Mm. They said, "No, nah, that's too big, too powerful. We got we got to knock them out the box." That was crazy. We can't have conversations like this without being censored or FCC coming after us. You know what I mean? Mm. Because they don't want us to show our superpowers. Mm. Because. If you was to lift every black person off this continent and took them to Africa and say, look, y'all do your thing here, I believe this country would not survive in five years. Well, well, back to statistics, uh, people of color spend more money than anybody on this planet. And uh, you, you made a, a significant uh, point a couple of weeks ago when you was like, uh, the amount of money that the church was taking in and gave nothing to nobody in the in the vicinity. Mm. It it is a statistic, and a lot of Christians don't want to believe it. I come from a Christian background, but a lot of money is not being funneled back into community. Now, not all churches are like that. You know, I know some great churches in Philadelphia are funneling back here and there, but globally, a hundred and fifty million dollars mm. in one year never went back to the community, and that was done by Harvard. You can look it up in Google. You mean billions? Billions. Billions of dollars. I'm sorry, not millions, billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you think about it, what if that money was to go back into the communities building mega schools instead of mega churches, mega banks, <laughs> mega community centers, and, and put out mega education for job training and stuff like that? We'll be set. You can pay tuition. We can pay tuitions off. People's bills can get paid. We started a... Um, about 10 years ago, we went to a church down in um, Delaware, and we showed them how to pay off all the members' debts by doing it every Sunday, by putting $5 in, everybody with $5 in to pay off each other's debt. The church was debt-free. Debt-free, because it was a community effort to pay each other's bills off. Mm. Now we used to do that globally. We lost something somewhere. So now, what do we do now to get back to it? Now, see, I'm starting something. I'm starting this thing now. You know, I got several different um, radio outlets going on now. I'm trying to get back to WRD. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put a dent in somewhere because now I'm at the age of my life where I need to leave a legacy now. I need to pass the baton to a younger person instead of me doing it. And getting a young person to come up and speak up to the mic and say, "Look, we need to make a change." Instead of me sitting on here on my futon down here and watching my big screen TV, I'm doing, I'm putting the work in. Right. And if every Let's put it this way. If every fifth black man in America was to stop putting the work in to get back and stop putting things together, guarantee we can change the scenario of everything that's going on right now. It can be done. Uh, we got this I can't mentality. You know, it's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, there's no enemy on the outside that can do us no harm. We walk around with these enemies on the inside of us to keep everything within us. We yeah. don't want to share the wealth. Yeah, Biggie Small said invisible bullies. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're, we're actually it's the, the virus of our own communities. So, that, um, somebody's been hitting us up high. Um, Tika, she's Tika Thomas. Why is your name still Thomas? You just got married. 
Um, they are scared of black power. Yep, they she's been saying the same thing. You know, look, I got a call in number, guys. Um, I'll take a couple of calls. It's 215-299-2887. If you want to get in on the phone call, you know, and you want to ask some questions, um, I'll type it up in here. So love to hear from you. Give me, give me a call and let's talk. You know, um, we we we're trying to we're trying to put some kind of decent product out now to start talking about where can we go now 2021 is now is now coming around the corner and now is the time to start putting something together so this way hey i did get through 2020 with no issues so give us a call you know talk to my man jerome talk to chris you know and that's um let's just conversate let's dialogue um one of the things we I wanted to ask you about, talked about, is the unhealthy um, communities. You know, with with all the diabetes and the, and you yourself, you know, you become vegan now, right? Right. Yeah, you become vegan. Yeah. You get rid yeah. of all that. So I'm yeah. I'm actually yeah. I'm actually seven, yeah. I'm actually eighty five percent there. You know, yeah. I'm still in the fish part. I gotta eat my fish because I like my omega three. I just shut it down, man. <laughs> I shut it down, man, because uh, um, you know. You got beef, first of all, and what it carries. Yeah. And um, I man, I found out how sick those cows were before they were slaughtered. They were talking about that they hit it with this green uh, solution that numbs it. It like mummifies it mm -hmm. before they kill it. And uh, a guy worked with another guy that they worked in that in the plant. And the green stuff took all the skin off his hand. Wow. It, it, it squirted on him, too. Well, and, you, you know, we're organic people. Right. We're not supposed to be not eating nothing but organic. And I'm just, I'm not going to say I'm just learning about this. I've been educating myself as a personal chef for the last 10 years that we're supposed to be eating organic stuff. Well, when, when God created the earth, he created everything um, for man to actually flourish from the earth. A lot of us gotten away from eating from the earth. We started to eat from the machines now, the mm. packaged foods, the the process, you know. The and and I and I hate to say because I I'm I'm a get, I get down on turkey bacon and stuff like that, but I don't do it anymore. I'm I just can't do it, you know, because I'm I'm learning now where it's coming from. So we need to get we need to get back to the earth. You know, all our nutrients and everything that we need are within the earth. And a lot of people are still eating processed food because they want a quick fix. McDonald's, quick fix. Burger King, quick fix. A hoagie cheesesteak, processed meat, quick fix. Let me tell you something, you save so much money by cooking in your own kitchen, it's ridiculous. You know, I can save money, you know. All we got to do is have a conversation. So. What can I see those people, those comments at? Um, they're in they're in the feed up here on this. On this can page. I see it over here? Um, no, you can't. So it's just feed things like um. Tika said, "Wow, um, we serve the same Satan." Yep, heavy. <laughs> um, yeah, they scared of black people power. Uh, Tika's been going powerful on this. Angela Angelique Davis. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, hey, um, Tika. Yeah. So, where can I get the feed in on my phone? Let's see. 
Oh, you have to let me in. That's all. Yeah. That's all. So let me knock at the door. For people, um, this is the time where we got to raise the questions where we're at right now as a black people. Um, we, we've, we've fallen by the wayside throughout the last, since the beginning of this year. I mean, it's been going on for four, 400 years, but since the beginning of this year, since this coronavirus, I look at it as the coronavirus as, as a blessing for me because it actually got me to reinvent myself and look at myself and start examining who I am. I'm getting into healthy eating, um, looking at my finances. I got a routine as a black man and every black man should adopt this routine. You get up in the morning, you meditate, one, two, breathing exercises, three, check your bank account, <laughs> see what was taken out of your bank account, look at your FICA score, look at your credit score. I have all those apps on my phone. Those are very important apps to have on your phone. Women too, same thing. You should be checking your credit score. Credit is power. This man right here has is helping me out with mine because he 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 see he see him he see a, you said a millionaire a billionaire a trillionaire a train he, <laughs> he sees a trillionaire man I said look I, you know I believe in um I believe in faith I'm I'm always faking things in and um I believe in things unseen so I do see myself not not just rich but I could be able to help people a lot with what I got so I am. I am working towards a goal and I need your help. We need your help to get these broadcasts out. I mean, like this is my third broadcast this week. Um, I did just put up another posting that my um, my radio interview just came up. That's on my page too. And it's talking about the 11 keys of um, getting, getting your health together and wisdom. So what else does a black man need to survive in this world? Well, I, I believe <laughs> that's funny that you said it. I believe that um, the, the thing of it is, is uh, images. Um, as you started, uh, the, the knowledge of self-being. See, the reason why of this is because if you don't know who you are, then you just implement all these other things as being you. So you become another character. So you have to live your life like through movies per se. Well, let me add on to that. You also mimic and adopt different doctrines that you must be a part of. Right. So you start joining different, and not talk about church religions, but there's religion is a large, is a vast word. If you start adopting these religions or adopting these cults, and then you start coming on that, and then you lose your mentality to those cults. And a lot of black men have lost their mental, lost their whole entire. I call them, I call them versions. <laughs> they lost their virginity to these, these, these things that's actually masturbating in their lives. And I'm just keeping it real. You know, men are jacked up. Some of these men are jacked up out here because they lost their identity to different things out there in the world because they see no other way. You know, a lot of men wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I give up. I don't know what else to do. I'm going to well just do this. Let me in. You're in. No, on from my phone. Oh, okay. That way I can see the feed, right? Yeah, it can't get, it can't, okay, sure. Sorry for the silence, people. You know, we're still trying to talk. This is our first show, and um, we're just, we're still working out the technical kinks and everything, so, um, but we're going to be doing some things back and forth. It doesn't give me, it doesn't give me, um. Because it's saying, uh, please wait, the new host will let you in. 
and then push you over. Let me try it again. Yeah, let me come back in. Uh, I'm gonna join you. Uh, what's the meaning ID number? For for the link. Well, I sent it to you in a text message. Okay. I retrieved that from there. And I sent it to you in an email, so. Okay. So if you guys have any questions, hey, Mike, what's going on, bro? Yeah, Matt, look, Mike Blackson is another powerful brother. That's my brother-in-law. Oh, you know, you know Mike. Okay. That's my brother-in-law. Hey, Mike, you should be getting <laughs> on this conversation, man. You're part of Black Wall Street, man. Hey, Mike, what's up, man? So you should, you, you, you work with Wall Street, man. You know money. You, you, matter of fact, your face is probably on the money. Mm. That's what I'm trying to get at, man. I'm trying to put my face on a, on a $100 bill. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but, um... What, what we as black men should be doing right now to obtain mental wealth because the, the money will come if we work at it because I think that we're going for the money first instead of going for the mental wealth instead of going for the wisdom instead of going for trying to be the leader because I've always learned one thing I learned about money is if you do something great money will follow but right. a lot of black men men in general don't know how to do the greatness to get to that <laughs> well, uh, this is all true, man. Um, you have like the big syndrome. Um, you have to divide and conquer. Number one, number two, you have what do you call it? Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> the Stockholm syndrome is um, it's a German technique where when you're kidnapped and you're made to do all kinds of things. And after a while, you fall in love with your captive. Right. So that's what happened. <laughs> well, that goes back to being follow the leader. You know, you attach on to some kind of some some cult group, and then you know you you stuck there. <laughs> I, you know, I've always been an independent man. You know, I, I I learned in life not to follow follow people, but follow true leaders, follow wisdom. You know, I listen to guys like you. Um, I don't know if Milton is on it, Mr. Milton. You know, I, I sit back and I listen to great men because that's the, I believe that's the only way I can get a little bit further in my life if I start listening to leaders. And somebody told me one day, and I'm not going to say it, they told me I don't need a leader. I'm already a leader. I said, nah, man, every man needs a leader. <laughs> you know, you need somebody in your life that's going to point you in the right direction. Somebody that knows a little bit more than you. But at the same time, you might know a little bit more than him in some areas. So we all come to the table with different aptitude. We come to the table with different gifts. But my thing is this, I'm always a student where I'm at. I'm always trying to build. I'm, I, I like, if you, if, look, I look at it, it's like, look, teach me that and watch what I do with it. And also I'm a dream stealer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I am. If you're not doing anything with your dreams, um, if you're not doing anything with what God put inside of you, I'm going to hear you and I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm going to use it. So, you know, I, there was an old, you know, um, conversation, you know, where if you land in your deathbed and all, every, all your all your purposes, all your dreams and all your hopes are standing around asking that question, you know, why are you taking us to the grave with you? Why didn't you use us? You gotta, you gotta dig deep down inside yourself and use those gifts that God put inside of you. Not the passion. Passions are only things that, you know, you love to do. So if you can get inside and do those gifts, this is why they don't want us out there 
doing what we do. They don't want us in a power mode because we got something inside of us. So, some of us got king and king, kings and queens inside of us and we don't even know. We might call you king, queens and we might call you kings, but do you honestly know that you are a king and that you are a queen? So, right. And then that's called identity. You know, nobody knows their identity. So would it, would it be safe to say that that's identity theft? Yeah. <laughs> well, identity theft has been going on since, since slavery. Right. They made, they changed your name. Right, right. They right. told you where you can live. Yeah. They told you what you can eat because they gave you the leftovers from the pig. That's right. <laughs> and even them going into the 50s and 60s, you know, going, going Martin Luther King's fight, you know, Malcolm X. They told the community what to do. They telling the churches what to do right now with the 501c3 one. Was it the 501c3? 501. They tell you what to do with that. You you can't have a voice, you know. And uh, my brother, me and my me and Mel was talking earlier. He said, "Man, you can't voice your opinion." Look at Nick Cannon. In a way, I'm proud of him. He told the truth. Yeah. But he he lost something. Now, in my mindset, yeah, he lost. But guess what? Let's see. Let's he see. needs to create. Yeah. Now it's time for him to create. He's gotten away from Viacom, which is uh, you know. Um, a white company overseeing him, giving him a paycheck. Yes, master, I'll take my paycheck. But now he freed himself. I feel though he's free. Somebody told me, you know, Christian, you should get your mouth shut. You know, you might lose your job. I say, what? If I lose my job today and tomorrow because of things that I, I want to speak about that are actually true, guess what? It wasn't meant for me to have it. That means God was telling me, look, that's not where I wanted you to be at. I need for you to create what's inside of you that I put inside you. So I, I applaud the can for coming out of the closet. <laughs> so, you know, it's all the truth. We're, we're Israelites. We, it's in the Bible. So what's the, what's the heck, you know? <laughs> Shoot. Look at the Quran. You know, look at all those books. You know, they're all saying the truth, you know? As soon as we speak up and tell the truth, they're ready to pull us 10 feet under. So what time is it? It's, it's 7.49. We got 10 more minutes, man, before the recording stops. So, so what I want to touch on also is, like, uh, I want to I want to get back to... Uh, good eating oh yeah clean clean eating um when you first start uh alleviating yourself from uh meats and and like those snacks and stuff like that those super carbs the bad ones um when that stuff starts coming out of you man you wouldn't believe sugar is like the number one drug in this country probably the world you know what me my me my um my other co-host was just talking about that on our last show. And yeah, it's like cocaine. You know, it's actually worse than cocaine, if you ask me. Uh, and um, what we have here is like, it's, it's a detox when you leave that stuff alone. Isn't that something that you're detoxing from meat? You're going through withdrawals as if it was a drug. Yeah. Your body has become, uh, has become dependent on uh, all this stuff that's bad for you. So when, when I first started it a couple years ago, I tried it. So I lasted as a vegan maybe like 115 days. And then, you know, I don't know. I guess it was my diabetes. I don't know. And I left it alone. I got off of it. Then I became a vegetarian. So I just ate like seafood and vegetables. I did that for 11 months. So then I stopped that and I went back to eating meat. Went and got me a big old steak, got me big old chicken and all this. And I started eating it. And then I noticed that uh, I felt sluggish. 
uh, I ran people out the house, <laughs> you know. Uh, but then, you know, one day I was just like, you know what? I actually was tired of it just that fast, just that tired of eating it, tired of smelling it. Like, if you really smell that stuff, it stinks. I don't care what you try to do to it. You could season it up. It might taste good at the time. Come back later on and smell it. But that's after you actually stop eating it. It starts smelling bad. Right. Because I know for a fact there's people that actually went cold turkey and try to get off of it and say, I'm not eating meat no more. Yeah. As soon as they go to their family barbecue or they go past a restaurant, walk you can walk past Popeye's two blocks away. You smell Popeye's chicken. Right. You are you already go up in there because now you're craving it and your senses, your smell senses start to eat that stuff again. You have to be off it for a long time. Right. Uh, you got to get it out of your mind. That, that's something that people fight with every day because that's something that we all we all condition with that. You know, we we it's smelling good, it tastes good. You know, look, I I miss chicken now. I miss you know eating barbecue chicken. I can't read the sauce. You know, um, I had I walk past a place you know that sells ribs, and the smell of the smell of pork actually made me sick. And I was like. God, what is that stinking smell? They said, that smells good. That's, that's pork ribs. I said, whoa, no, 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 no. We've got to stop putting stuff on our bodies that we weren't born to have. You know, when you're a baby, you don't eat ribs and chicken, you know? Um, well, that, that, that goes to another subject that, uh, that you and I were talking about the other day about uh, milk. Yeah, and uh, if you're a kangaroo, you drink kangaroo milk. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and uh, if you're a child, you drink human milk. So, what are you doing drinking cow's milk? Well, I, I, I want to educate you for all of you who don't know, cow's milk is nothing but pus. This is the reason why women have breast cancers, cancers worse than men. Um, any kind of dairy product from a cow, you're not supposed to be drinking only a cow's a calf. It's supposed to be drinking cow's milk. So if you're drinking, still drinking milk, get rid of that stuff. I guarantee you, you're starting to feel a, lo a lot different over the months and get that stuff out of your system. Um, same thing with dairy products like cheeses. You know, and I've, I've just educated, educated myself on this stuff. I was at a barbecue one day, this years ago, and we took, they bought cheese from a dollar store. So I told them about cheese like that and I put the cheese directly on the grill. Did you know that cheese did not melt? Yeah, for sure. That sure. cheese, cheese from the dollar store, it has a chemical in it, and it comes from some kind of factory. But try it yourself. Next time you're at a barbecue, some of you guys do go to barbecues, put a slice of cheese on the grill by itself and watch what happens to it. It doesn't burn. Also, it is one element away from being plastic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's in it. You know, like, um, what's the name of that cereal? There's another cereal out there that's actually made out. It's actually made with shredded carbon. A lot of people don't believe that. So the, the processed food that we put in our bodies was not meant for us to eat. So we have to get rid of that stuff. You know, you have to clean out your covers. Um, in my closet right now, you don't see any canned goods. In my, my freezer, you don't see any processed frozen dinners or anything like that. I might buy just frozen, frozen vegetables, like string beans or anything like that, but Frozen canned vegetables, canned tuna fish, anything that's canned, anything that's frozen, it's so much sodium packed into it, it's ridiculous. And we talked about this on our, our last show from last Sunday. So it's uh, 7.55, recording winding down. 
So guys, we're going to do this every week. Um, right now, we're building up our podcast radio. We have to send this off, this recording off. And uh, we want you to call and ask questions. You know, um, I'm going to still drop the number. If you want to call now, um, it's 215-299-2887. Um, the phone is still lit until 8, eight o'clock. Nobody's called. Uh, thank Wallace, you know, for jumping in, putting his input. Um, I see the feed. You know, I'm going to save the feed for you. So you can is, read it. is Wallace, is that, is that, um, let me throw him back on. Is that Bishop? Bishop, that, um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, Mr. Bishop? I'd like to give it, uh, Mr. Bishop a nice little plug today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, and all the people that's listening, this good brother right here has his own sneakers made in Italy. What? So i like for everybody to, and, and, and that coincides with my co-host just said about people can make things happen. They have superpowers. Well, there goes Superman right there. He is, if you watch this video, you'll see how they're handcrafted in Italy, not by children, but by older people who have knowledge. So they're not enslaved people that's making these sneakers. And that's an important point you made, my friend, because before I decided on, I had an opportunity to go with another manufacturer uh, out of China, but the product was made cheap. And then when I, I got into it to look into who would be making my products and i didn't want to have anything to do with any child labor even if the product was cheaper i didn't want to be a part of that um and then on top of that my friend i wanted to associate my label with quality so if anybody knows anything about shoes or anything like that prada all, all these places are in italy and uh this shoe company is just uh, associated with quality and i just wanted to do a quality situation but also the piggyback off of what the gentleman was saying uh it is just what he said I, I have an indie label but at the same time don't just sit on that create another business if you can my yeah. thing is i try to create situations so that when i talk to the young fellas out there and i tell them hey bro listen man come up off these streets i want to be able to give you a job though and not just tell you to come up out the streets i want to be able to actually give you a job or training or something like that and i just think if we get it back to that where we just helping each other, not about no money or nothing. I, I just, if I can, I can help you, bro, then come on. So, you know, it, it's about that as well. And listen, this is my first time joining this. Yo, this is great. Subject matter is great. I will be back next Thursday if you guys will allow me. Absolutely. Hey, do you have a website or do you have information about your speaker that we can um, get? Because I got a few people asking about you. Sure. sure. Uh, the, the website is uh, Husky footwear.biz h-u-s-k-y h-u-s-k-y husky okay huskyfootwear.com dot biz b-i-z footwear husky dot biz b-i-z did y'all get that all right so i'm going to post that uh, we're gonna, we're still work, I'm still working on the webpage for this. And um, matter of fact, if you have a Black-owned business, um, I'm part of I Buy Black, but we want to create something with on our side where we can start advertising other Black businesses and start getting the word out there because we need to shop within our communities. I, I Buy Black starting the beginning of this year. Um, I've, been, I've been trying to do it. There's not a lot of shops out there, but I am finding pockets of... Black-owned businesses, and this gentleman's got sneakers 
you know, um, man, I need a pair of sneakers, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I want to wear something different. So if you got your own sneaker, man, that's that's an awesome thing. Well, his website has little videos so you can see it. Okay, look. So we, he's all set up. Well, I'm gonna um, we're gonna put we're gonna put this up here, and then um, the next the next podcast we're gonna play. I'm gonna try to make a commercial from the website, and we can play oh, wow. it so people are gonna see that your product, you know, which is a good thing. I appreciate that. We've got to support each other's black businesses. Um, I, I personally have created three other streams of income since the beginning of this year. And um, I, I never had to go out for handouts. Look, I haven't even received that check that's supposed to come in the mail, that stimulus check. <laughs> no, that thing hasn't come for me. I make my own stimulus check. So, <laughs> so yes. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's 8 o'clock. Um, I would like to thank you all for support. And I know it's a short notice that we start. We just jumped this on today. But it was a good jump start. We have quite a few quite quite people up here, you know, um, chiming in. Uh, my man Jerome, you know, he woke up something inside of me as a black man. You know, he told me I got skills. He told me I got I'm up here, you know, doing some great things. You are, man. So, so um, I'm, I'm riding with that. You know, I'm gonna um, I'm I'm become big. I'm I'm becoming big in my own life. I'm, I'm and another thing is, as a black man, I'm never satisfied where I'm at. I'm always looking for new opportunities. So if there's any opportunities out there, let's talk. You know, look, I don't have to make money off of it. Let me help you make money, you know? But, hey, he's a guy for credit scores. <laughs> Brother, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, so if you want, look, you got a problem with your credit score, you want to get it get it high as you can because let me tell you something. With a 620, you can buy a house, you know, in the blink of an eye. All you still renting apartments, get out of those apartments, get a house. Um, this is the man right here. You want that new car? This get is the man right here. Get out of that house, you know? So unless yeah. you're written from Milton Moran, if you're from yeah, Milt, <laughs> yeah, he, he just popped on here. Where, where y'all at? What y'all doing? I did I miss anything? <laughs> he probably still playing, he's still talking, he's probably still playing with his new fiance. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Milton. So, look, guys, thank you very much for, for chiming in. Um, when, what's the next day we can do this, man? Let's do this next Thursday again. Hey, man, we can do it sooner than that. Well, you know, I want to catch people out at home. See, the weeknights, people be home and doing nothing. See, right. weekend, y'all trying to get out the house because of Corona. So y'all trying well, to Well, that's why we need uh, clear radio. Uh, I know we're getting there. We, we, got, <laughs> we got the license for the radio show, radio station. But, um, yeah, we're going to do this again. I'm going to put it out there. And um, look, stay tuned, you know, and watch out for this Sunday. Um, Inspired life Lifestyle. We're going to be doing talk about health with the women. Um, I'm in the mix of everything now. I, I'm telling you, I'm putting it all out there. So let's let's go for it. All right, guys. Good night. Thank hey, thank you, Wallace. We want to for your sneakers and everything. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And, and, if, and if you're just joining in, just catch the replay. It's gonna be replayed over. And also check out our new podcast. We got a podcast radio station. Yes, we're doing big things. So I'm not playing around. We're going <laughs> we're going to make this thing bigger than us. You know. And um, yeah. And guess what? Our talk show. Yeah, TV radio. That's we, right. We're going for it. That's right. So yeah, That's right. I, my dream is coming true right now because I'm hanging around with guys like this. If, I, if you keep look, Les Brown said it best: if you hang around ten non-broke people, guarantee you be the tenth. I am not a broke oh, man God. because I'm hanging around brothers that's got money. And now, don't and don't be broken. Don't be broken, nah. <laughs> so and look, Wallace, I got a new friend now. He got me some sneakers. I'm going over. I gotta find. Oh, you gotta check those sneaks out, man. Listen, you gotta check those sneaks out. Yeah, definitely, man. I gotta put, look. Oh, Saturday, I will be at, um, oh my God, Amer's Restaurant on 50th in Baltimore. Come and have breakfast with me. I know it's still coronavirus, but guess what? He's doing takeout, putting the tables on the outside. 
I was over there for that grand opening. I was a guest chef, but I'm coming over to help him out. So if you're not doing anything Saturday morning, we'll do a Zoom. So those people who can't get out, they can still be there. All right, I'm gonna do a live Zoom. I'm gonna be there from eight to twelve with breakfast and everything. So come on out Saturday morning. I'm I'm look. I'm just going to do big things. I'm tired of laying back. I'm tired of looking at TV. I'm tired of working for my job. I'm trying to retire in the next 365 days. So mark the date for that. 365 days. I'm trying to retire from my job and doing my own thing. So well, I'm out there, bro. I'm coming to your event. All right, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely there. All right, guys. Good night. Thank you very much. And um, um, it's okay to be black. That's going to be our sign off. It's great to be black. There you go. It's great to be black. <laughs> All right. All right. Peace out. Peace.